Hello everyone, welcome back to Animated Excellence. I'm your host, Danikit, and today I have a guest star who's never been here before. Say hi. Hi. I'm completely new. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> this is Aparna. She's been on here, uh, I think she's broken the record for most Animated Excellence appearances. Yay! Um, so congratulations, Aparna. Um, round of applause. I will receive um, my trophy anytime now. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the mail. I'm getting it engraved. <laughs> well, don't put it in the U.S. Postal Service. It's going to get lost. So <laughs> um, if you yeah. can, I'd like in a box, in a box, in a box, like Amazon does. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to do what Amazon does because my sister ordered like a really small, like I think it was like a jar of jam or something i don't remember what uh -huh. it was it was like it was really you know how small a jar is you're yeah. a human being i'm pretty sure <laughs> um and then it was in this huge box that would probably take up the entire space of my desk <laughs> it was like four feet long a foot tall it was it was extremely big and just for that and maybe like a book or something wow like two very small things in a huge box. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's uh, amazing for the environment, all that space, all the extra mm -hmm. waste we love, yep. right? All of the, the packing materials to make sure it doesn't, you know, break. <laughs> of yeah, course. so that's what I'm gonna do with yours. <laughs> Perfect, I would love that. That's exactly how I want it. <laughs> yeah. That's how I uh, receive all my packages, thank you. Speaking of trophies, we're talking about the Academy Award-winning film, Rango. Um, it is a animated film from 2011. Yep. Totally not yeah. Googling that right now. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah, it's 2011. Fair. Good. Um, yeah, it is a 2011 animated film. Um, and it's basically about a chameleon uh, named Rango, you know, name of the movie, uh, who kind of gets lost and finds a town and finds kind of his identity by pretending to be a sheriff uh, gets lost metaphorically and literally <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 he does because he doesn't really have an identity no, before he doesn't. it's really interesting it's a really good movie mm -hmm. so here on animated excellence we have four different discussion categ categories story and characters aesthetics uh i blanked uh voice acting there we go voice acting and spoilers i did it uh um so let's jump into the first category, uh, story and characters. What do you think of that? Okay, the, this was a Western movie, which I absolutely love. So I'm really fascinated with the idea of Western, though I have not watched many Western movies. Shameful, I know. But the, <laughs> <laughs> the only Western movie that I can think of that I've actually watched would be the third Back to the Future, which I'm pretty sure that people are going to like start... Um, sending me hate mail for for saying that. Well, they can send it to me too because I'm kind of in the same boat. Except I haven't even seen any of the Back to the Future movies, oh, you so haven't... I don't even have. Okay, now I'm gonna have to shame you. I'm sorry. This will be a separate discussion. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's usually how these go. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a really good um, western. Even though this is this might be the only western I've seen that I remember seeing at least. Um, but it it. <laughs> It parodies a lot of movie tropes in general, 
Um, it's really funny. It, the script is hilarious, and Johnny Depp is great. Say what you will about the actor and his personal life. I, I, I don't. The voice acting job was awesome. Yeah. 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 The voice acting was incredible. Um, th- there's just a lot of funny moments. Like there's um, the first scene when he's kind of really just um, leaning into this whole thing of being the town's sheriff and protector after he's mm-hmm. he kind of partially accidentally defeated a hawk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> a lot of not by his own skill at all. But even after that, he's so self confident uh, that he walks around town being like a, a this super confident sh- a hero. He's like a hero. <laughs> yeah. So a, a guy gets tossed out of a bar. He, he's like, you should go in there, assert yourself, and you'll find the people <laughs> of this town to be really friendly. And then he gets tossed out again, and he's like, I was mistaken. <laughs> That, that I I love that part. Um, I think my favorite funny moment from this movie was you, the very first like bar. Is it what is it? A tavern, a pub? He goes in there and he's just like, um, I want to have a glass of water, and they all start like howling with laughter, and they're like, <laughs> he wants to have a glass of water, and. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, we all know what drink they're really serving. Obviously, they're not going to say that in a kids' movie. Actually, that was another thing. They sent a surprising amount of... Um, for, I don't know that I would say this is, like, bad language, but I was surprised to see it in a kids' family movie. Yeah, there's, like, alcohol, there's smoking, there's also, like, some mild swears. Yeah. I don't think... Like, even without that, I don't think I would have liked this movie very much as a kid because it, it, it's just so... It feels like it's trying to be more of an adults movie than a kids movie. Like I don't there's no evidence of a movie that would have appealed to me as a child and I'm so glad I never watched it as a child. Uh now I'm watching it and I can I'm at the age where I can appreciate the this. humor. Um yeah. I feel like that's it's interesting because you know a lot of animated movies that we see mean something different when it's when we're older, but this is a movie mm-hmm. that it can only make sense when you're older. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll give this example. This is um, some movie that I saw when I was probably around the age of 9 or 10. And most of the jokes completely like flew over my head. And then I watched it again when I was, you know, probably 15. And then I was understanding all the jokes. And I was like, wow, these jokes are really <laughs> inappropriate. But uh, <laughs> anyone, you know, at the age of 10 probably wouldn't understand them unless you know they have too much information but yeah it this is this movie truly is hilarious is. um uh, when you're not a child of course yeah. um also the visual i know we're not in visuals yet but the visual style definitely the animation style would not appeal to me as a kid uh, no, um, yeah no, but it's it's really cool it's very very cool that the way they did it mm-hmm. yeah um I, I but like um i really appreciate the identity crisis that uh the main character rango goes through he doesn't even have a name at the beginning of the film he just adopts one he just kind of sees it written somewhere and he just rolls with it he's like this this theatrical kind of person and he um there's a little self-aware line where he's like of course to find my own identity i must uh have some sort of inciting incident that'll propel me on this excellent adventure. <laughs> I know that's not the actual line. It's been a week since I've seen this movie. It's been, I, I can't remember this line by line, but something along those lines. And then immediately at that point, he gets thrown out a window because his, the car he was in 
you know, hit something. Right, yeah. Um, that was interesting that the way that, like, I feel like a lot of times when they have an identity crisis in a movie, it's never at the very beginning. It's somewhere towards the middle or the end of it that it, like, gets introduced. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is that it started the movie with the identity crisis, and it was very, like, metaphorical through that, throughout the whole thing. Like, he started it, he got lost, you know, mm-hmm. literally he got lost, and mm-hmm. as he, it, it's like the whole, majority of the movie, he's like, fake it till you make it. Yeah. Um, and it's, re- it's really cool. I think in that way, it's a bit inspirational. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole thing about uh, his identity crisis being introduced at the beginning, you kind of see why he um, makes the, these weird choices to like, yeah, sure, I'll be your sheriff. Yeah, I can do this. This whole fake it to your make it thing. Normally, like when movies do it, I don't I end up not liking the character because they kind of do dumb things uh, like the live action Tom and Jerry movie. Yikes, that was awful. Um, but th- this movie does it right because he kind of has an identity identity crisis, and he's already kind of a bit sympathetic, even at the beginning of the movie. Right. So I, I like that um, a lot. Um, just movies that focus on identity are generally, when they do a good job, they're, I really like them. Um, yeah. The good thing about this movie was that they tackle like the identity crisis part of the film in a non-cheesy way. Like most movies that I've seen, especially ones that are animations or directed for a kid audience, tend to do it in a super super like cheesy, it's very corny type of type of way. And this movie does not do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I genuinely enjoyed this movie for its uh, themes of identity. Um, yeah, it, it, it's just a good story, and I, I liked it. Um, <laughs> lots of interesting plots. There's, like, a, a little bit of a mystery to it. I, I can't say exactly what it is because spoilers, but um, about, about the water crisis in this town. Yeah, yeah. Um, between the animation and how much they're always talking about water, I kind of felt thirsty while watching this movie. <laughs> My one break during this movie was to go downstairs, get a glass of water. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um... I did not have that same experience with the water thing, but I, I do have to ask, do you drink a lot of water? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I don't really drink that much water. Um, that's probably bad. That's not good. <laughs> that's you not should good. drink water. <laughs> um, but I'm still alive, so... <laughs> but I, yeah. I, can, I can see how that would make you thirsty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, further contributing to my uh, conspiracy the- theory that you're not completely uh, human... Um, <laughs> you know, but we'll see. Maybe I too am from the desert in which the movie takes place. We never yeah, see. there you go. There you Mystery go. Mystery solved, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, well, is there anything else you want to say on the story before we move on? Uh, I did think that the conflict in this was really interesting, and in that there were several conflicts. Like there were layers to this. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's it's interesting because. There's a metaphorical level, and then there's several literal levels, which we'll talk about, I guess, in spoilers. Yeah, because it's kind of hard to talk about this, <laughs> yeah. that kind of stuff without spoiling it. So let's move on to aesthetics, which is basically the visuals and animation, as well as things like music and other choices like that. Um, so what do you think of that? Um, it's Western. Do I have to say any more? <laughs> no, but it was super cool. The The town in which, like, the whole setting of it, the aesthetic was super, super cool. And I'm not sure what kind of 
type of animation this is, but it, like, it almost, it almost felt like they were using, I don't know, it felt very real, like they were using, like, little puppets and moving them, but I, I don't think that's what they did. Mm-hmm, yeah. So here's what they did. This is a CGI animated film, but um, something interesting I found um, uh, where they gave where they gave the voice actors costumes and let and filmed them with like some basic props so that in on top of the actual voice you could get them having a physicality to their performance mm-hmm. and that not only enhances their voice performance but gives the animators a working framework to go off of you know animators will usually kind of uh i've seen like i think during a behind the scenes video i saw at dreamworks um they had a some of the animators have mirrors at their desks so that they can make physical expressions in it and kind of animate off of that but like this time they had um these very physical performances from these real actors like you know johnny depp who is very good with these kinds of uh, very physical, very over-the-top performances. Um, and uh, they really use that as a frame of reference. And um, that's how you get kind of such a unique style to it, um, especially with this movie where you have Johnny Depp as a chameleon. Um, yeah. that's It's super cool. I, I know this is, a, I guess, maybe in the wrong sections to talk about this, but I thought there was a lot of irony in the story, especially, like, you know the part where he is a chameleon, he's running to save his life and trying to blend in, mm-hmm. um, but he just can't blend in despite the fact that he's a chameleon, which the whole point of the animal is to blend into stuff. Um, yeah, it is definitely very ironic. Yeah. That was a interesting visual. Also, we have we can't like not talk about the Hawaiian shirt that he was wearing at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> that was strange, yes. Yeah, it was super it was super strange, but you got to hand it to the chameleon. He has some style. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, that's definitely something cool. Um yeah, so I'm going to be tossing some names out. Time for the names. Uh, Roger Deakins uh, was the cinematography consultant for this film. Now, if you don't know who he is, uh, he is a one of the best cinematographers working right now. Um, it, have you heard of that film, 1917? The one that was like one continuous shot? No, I have not. Yeah, it was a uh, it was basic. It's a war film, World War One film. Um, that it is, it's basically, it looks like a continuous take. It, it only cuts once halfway through the movie. So you just follow these two characters throughout their journey through the movie. And it's really interesting and it's really well done. Um, so he, um, who's won like two Academy Awards, I believe, uh, he was the cinematographer for this movie. Um, so that unique visual style, um, things like lens flares and uh, the color palette, that's that's him. Uh, really looks great. Um, there's a very memorable shot um, where, uh, it's spoilers if I talk about the story context, but basically um, it, when Rango picks up a sheriff's badge from, from the middle of the sand and then the sand is kind of blowing away just as he's walking up to pick it up, that shot looks so good. <laughs> um, I really liked it. Yeah, uh, and you mentioned the color palette, which is so true, because, like, 
it, it's interesting because for the for the setting of it, you would think that with all the dust and everything is very like brown, and you would think that it like the color palette becomes really bland at some point with that much, um, I guess neutral tones or lack of color. But that doesn't happen throughout the film, which is really nice. That like mm-hmm. um, when it gets too bland, I feel like maybe it would be hard for the viewer to see. But the the colors are really interesting and it keeps it kind of lively especially this is also another spoiler but you know kind of when the snake comes in and they have all this like it's like a fiery setting around them that was yeah. a super cool visual yeah the third act has explosions yeah that's it that's not too much of a spoiler just no. just say that um but yeah it looks really good also have to give it up for the effects team i norm i normally don't praise you know photorealism and animation because i really think we should be pushing for animated films that are you know animated right, and not right. trying to be photorealistic but that said um this movie while it does have you know very stylized characters like you know the animals and stuff it has like really good photorealistic textures like that water actually genuinely made me thirsty <laughs> um so that looked really cool um yeah truly really well animated that um, and yeah it was yeah. interesting because you were having really up close shots of the animals and you could like really very realistically see the texture of the animal like the skin of the animal very realistically yeah definitely um another name i'm gonna throw out uh I'm going to be very mad if you don't know this name. Do you know who Hans Zimmer is? I prepare to be really mad. No, I don't. What? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, composer. Legendary film composer. Like, I-, I was fine with you not knowing who Roger Deakins was. Hans Zimmer. Really? Ugh, no. That hurts. <laughs> okay, so. That hurts. I, don't, I almost know nobody who produces these films. I don't even know who does the voice acting for most of the animated movies woof okay <laughs> Sorry. uh one of the best composers he has won exactly one academy award for a film that we talked about it was the lion king the original oh okay well now he's I... a really good composer yeah. uh he's worked on like christopher nolan movies like interstellar inception those soundtracks are really good um just like a lot of really good movies um his his uh catalog is insane if you ignore some of the odd choices like the boss baby ignore that (laughs) but (laughs) apart from that he's he's scored some really good movies and his scores are really good um and he did the music for this movie so unsurprisingly it's fantastic the music for this movie was really good like so this is interesting that in a western movie they had a combination of like a mariachi band is that how you Mm -hmm. properly pronounce it um yes and that is is that of Hispanic origin, right? Yes. That's from Hispanic mm-hmm. culture. Paired with Western, Western like setting, it's really interesting combination, but it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does. Um, yeah, the the film score also kind of blends kind of Western themes, um, but with a more traditional film score. It's 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 good very good yeah um yeah music is good it's amazing um yeah so is there anything else you want to say on aesthetics before we move on no i think we covered it all yeah good job guys 
You did it. You made a movie. Um, <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to the acting. Uh, what do you think of that? Um, the fact that the for the voice acting, I, I'm pretty sure that most of these people don't already have a Western accent. So I really appreciated the Western accent. It was really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I truly liked uh, Johnny Depp in the role. He's truly fantastic. He kind of uh really is able to kind of get make unique characters and i like that a lot also i liked the voice of uh rattlesnake jake uh voiced by bill nighy i think that's how you say his name anyway uh whoops sorry if i said it wrong um he 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 was great he was great um i didn't even know it was him at first but then I, i had to google it to find out who it was um also the 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 mayor of dirt um he was pretty intimidating. I liked that. Yeah. And just the side characters had unique voices, so I appreciated that. Uh, not just casting, uh, you know, Justin Timberlake for no reason. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Um, I've seen a lot of animated movies where they cast singers as um, as the voices, and sometimes mm-hmm. it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, like the, the like that awful Ugly Dolls movie, Mike. My- god there there was like no i don't remember there being any actors they were all of the characters were voiced by singer pitbull voiced a character (laughs) pitbull okay Uh... it was yeah not a that was bad that movie was very bad um but you know at least they there was a purpose to the voice cast that they got so good job guys you did a very basic thing that all movies should do, but for some reason they don't. Whoops. Uh, anyway, that that sounded like a backhanded compliment. No, it isn't. It, good job, guys. Yeah, no, the voice acting was good for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As, especially since I think it was more important for this movie than most other animated movies because of the setting, and that accent was really important. Yeah. Um, cool. So is there anything else you want to say about any of that? Uh, no, this movie hit the nail on the head with voice acting. Yeah, great, great job, guys. Um, so yeah, let's move on to spoiler talk. If you don't want to be spoiled, uh, and you shouldn't be, because this is a genuinely great movie that everyone should see, uh, check it out. As of me making this podcast, it's on Netflix. Uh, check it out. Yeah. Uh, cool. So let's move on to the spoiler talk where we're spoiling the movie now. Uh, what, any, what did you want to say on that? Uh, it's, it's really interesting. Okay, so for the identity crisis part, I don't know that we could spoil any of it because I think the process of watching the movie is, it gives you the most impact for the metaphorical sort of journey that he goes through. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. I genuinely liked the reveal of, like, that town mayor. Like, you knew he was up to something <laughs> the whole time. Shady uh, let's guy. Let's be honest. They, <laughs> they weren't keeping that a secret, but, like... Seeing him uh, controlling the water and dirt um, in order to um, being being able to buy up all the land and fully control it, that, I thought that was genuinely pretty clever. You know, towards I think maybe the middle or end of the movie, it's funny because he's having this chat with the mayor, and he's like, um, "Rango is starting to like he started playing the role of hero, and now he thinks that he's actually the hero." I thought that was such an interesting line because, you know, 
as we're getting to that portion of the movie, we're starting to see, like, Rango kind of go from being this sort of, uh, you know, like, his, his I'm going to say this kind of in a metaphor, like, his clothes aren't fitting him right, and it's not, like, like, he's just playing the role of a hero versus becoming the hero. And then he yeah, has that, like, final epiphany of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, this was this was a pretty good uh, story. Um, and then him coming back to, uh, you know, save the town mm-hmm. from evil turtle and snake. Um, that was cool. Also, uh, that part where rattle, sna- rattle, Jake, sna- rattle snake Jake, Jake. <laughs> English. Yeah, that part where he says, um, uh, I tip my hat uh, to you from one legend to another. Mm-hmm. Reason I was able to fully quote that was because it is genuinely a meme now. <laughs> and... Um, you know you're a good movie, or at least a memorable one, if one part of your movie Has becomes a meme. A meme. Yeah. I can't. I legitimately can't think of a movie that I really love as much as this much that hasn't spawned any types of memes at all. Yeah. Um, oh, that's the mark of an iconic movie: the memes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Truly, it is. We should create um, a whole new category: memes. <laughs> yes. What memes did the film spawn? How how memeable was it? Uh, in this case, it very much was, um, and that is good. Um, yes, uh, definitely, I, I do like that meme template. It is a lot of, it, yeah. th- there are some funny ones. D- definitely. Um, yeah. Definitely, this movie has a lot of a lot of areas where they're, like, super, super comedic. And I, I feel like that's that's the point of a meme, like, that the comedic lines, and this movie has a lot mm. of that, so... Yeah, gen gen generally good. Uh, one thing I forgot to bring up. Um, I I realize this goes under animation. Um, but I just really liked that chase scene through the desert with um all of the different animals at once trying to get that water that turned out to not be water. Uh-huh. Um, I genuinely liked that chase scene. Just like the aerial shots and just the gen the genuine you know creative use of the animals. And also, it's really hard to animate crowds like that. That's a lot of like someone had to animate every single animal in that thing, and then yeah, and then it's taking place in a <laughs> lots desert. Of time and that and looks really cool. Yeah, lots of lots of time and effort. It was it was really truly really good. Um, I yeah. remember seeing um, something about for like the process of animation where they have to think about like they were giving the example of the movie Trolls, and I know it's not really relevant, but they are having to think about every single hair on the head of each troll and the way that it actually like realistically moves. So a lot of thought and effort goes into it for sure. Definitely, they they always like good good job animators. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's a... really that the, you people are the reason I do this podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, because genuinely impressive animated films like this are very, very rare. Um, You know, it's interesting because I feel like this is, like, an underrated almost form of art in that people Mm -hmm. don't, like, realize that the sort of, the digital animation process, especially as it's, like, like, and when, in that, like, the Disney Renaissance movies, they were all done by reels, not anymore, so now it takes some really, like, talented, skilled people to make these animations. Yeah, um, I I totally agree. A lot of people kind of just think of animation as something just for kids. And that's the reason I do this podcast, because I want to show those animated films that are genuinely really great. Um, So, like, this movie was uh, pretty well received. I think last time, like, 
everybody was like, oh, wow, animated films are really good was like when Spider-Man at the Spider-Verse came out. Oh. Um, yeah, that was like, and that that is a good example of like a film that I really should talk about on this show. I don't know why I haven't bef- yet, but whatever. It is like, uh, just like films that like really take full advantage of the beginning of animation and tell a story that isn't just for kids and just all those factors really um, are what make me appreciate animated films. And sure enough, in this movie, it's here in spades. Yeah, so good sure. job, Rango team. Y'all deserved that Academy Award. Good job. Good job. I feel like this uh, movie yeah. definitely deserves more recognition than I think it gets. Yeah. If you're uh, rebellious and still listening, even though I told you not to be, <laughs> um, check out Rango. Again, it's really good. Or if you're um, that kind of weird person like me who likes to know what happens at the end of the movie before you watch it. Yes. Uh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening to Animated Excellence, new episodes out whenever I feel like it. Uh, please hit follow on Spotify so you don't miss any future episodes. And see you next time. Bye.